Welcome to the Coho Hopecast, an audio experience of interviews, talks, and nonprofit leadership lessons from the City of Hope Outreach. For more information, connect with us at our website, coho58.org. Today on our Hopecast, I have Ambra, our admin director of Coho, here with us. She's going to be telling us today about herself and how she came to be involved with Coho and why she believes that it's important to serve the community. So let's get started. Ambra, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yes, uh, I was born and raised here in Conway. I did move to Greenbrier and graduate from Greenbrier High School. Um, I've been married for eight years and we have three children. Um, we also kind of have our own little business going on, a, a rabbitry that uh, is primarily for producing meat for my family, but it's also a way to try to help my family move out of this, the, the economic level that we're in. Um, I am an advocate for others. Uh, I advocate a lot for the people out in the communities that we work for and for, for poverty and mental health issues. Um, and I am a survivor. Well, thank you. Will you tell us how you got involved with COHO? Um, as I said, I do like to advocate for mental health and part of that is because that is something that I have personally had to deal with and COHO has been a huge part of helping me to overcome that. Um, I was at the point of not really wanting to leave my house very much at at the time that I came to COHO and, um, the world was a very scary place (laughs) and COHO gave me hope to be able to overcome that. Um... Phil pushed me to get out and to speak and to talk about what we do at Coho because it aligns so much with who I was, you know, in my heart. And um, so getting out there and speaking that message and getting to advocate, it, it helped me to overcome the, the fears. Not completely. I still have issues. You know, like, there's still things I got to deal with, but um, to the point that I can work through them and keep going. And that has been huge for me and for my family. Um, and I, I, a big part of the reason why I'm still here is because not only do I you know, have things that I need to continue working on, but I love being a part of working alongside others here that may be facing similar things or working with community members in the, you know, back here that are facing similar things and helping them to see that while what you're experiencing or feeling is normal, um, you are able to move past that. You're able. You're stronger than what you think you are. And you can move past that. And uh, I've really enjoyed seeing so many community members that have come in and have grown through that. Um, and that doesn't mean that people like their lives are completely changed. You know, they're out of the the, the trade park and they're, you know, making sixty thousand dollars a year. You know, it, it doesn't always equal that. Um, it does equal them having a better image of themselves, um, having that drive to continue pushing to get to that point that they're eventually out of the neighborhood. And um, overall, I just feel like this is where I need to be. Well, thank you for sharing your heart with us about that. I really appreciate uh, you opening up. Um, I personally have been inspired hearing your story, and I know that it will also inspire others. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to our Hopecast. This is your host, Michaela, and I'm here with Ambra. Today, we're talking about her involvement with COHO. 
So into our next question. How has your involvement with COHO impacted your life? For me, it's been um, very empowering. Um, living, you know, I myself have lived out in the Oakwood community for six years. I actually just recently moved out um, back this past November. And a lot of Conway doesn't know this neighborhood exists. And those who do have a very negative image of the neighborhood as well as the people living in it. Um, and when you're living out here, that that's enough to really make it difficult to get yourself out of the situation. You know, you have trouble with self-image and with pride. Um, it's You get to the point where you start losing hope. You know, the monotony of day-to-day life of just, you know, going to work, coming home, you know, barely making the bills, um, living in conditions that are not quite what you would like for your family. Um, it everything starts begin beginning to look hopeless. And for me, getting to be here and being you know, heard and listened to, um, you know, people out here will say, you know, this is what we need, this is what we need. Um, you know, most people don't listen to that because as someone who is in poverty, someone is low income, someone is low educated, they don't know what they're talking about, basically. And that's not true. Um, people out here know more about what's actually happening and what's actually going on than someone who has stubborn, studied poverty, you know, because it, it is our life. And um, so getting to be heard was huge. And um, again, you know, as, as I talked about in the last question, you know, getting to reach out to my neighbors and, you know, bring them in either as a volunteering or, or working at Coho or, you know, just coming in as a, as a client, you know, to, or to talk, you know, about something they're going through um, and getting to pass that hope on to them. That has done so much for me personally to see that, um, you know, and, and try to build that feeling of despite what the what the community um, and the you know the greater of Conway thinks about back here that we every single person back here has the ability to contribute has the ability to make this a better place for all of us um, and no matter what their situation is they have the ability to create something better for themselves most of the people back here that all they really need is you know not the handout not you know the 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 money to help with this or that but for someone to help them see the hope in their situation and to realize that they already have it inside them to create change. Um, I hope that we continue to see more community members coming down to Co and getting involved and realizing the power that they have. That actually leads us into our next question of what do you think is the importance of other community members getting involved? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like I said, it's, it's it's about hope. I mean, that's that's really like our mission at Coho is to provoke hope in human beings, and um, there is no hope in thinking that you have to wait on someone else. There is no hope in thinking that you're not capable. Um, and so, you know, community involvement, you know, from 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 the Oakwood community is huge to help as I said, help them show them that they have the ability to do all this. You know, they have the knowledge of what they need. 
The problem is lack of resources. Um, so the community involvement from the greater area of Conway, the people that are not living in these conditions, that's important also because that's the part of town that has the resources. You know, and it takes everyone coming together, the people that understand this is what our problems are, this is what we need, and the people from outside the community coming in with their resources and a willingness to listen and understand that while they may be in a higher economic status, the people in the community are the ones that really have the real knowledge. Um, and it takes working together to make that change. And that's why community involvement is, is so important. We have to do this together. Um, you know, they say it takes a village, and that's true not only with children, but as a society. We have to come together and work together, or else we you know, have part of us that are continuing to move forward, and we're leaving the other part behind. And you know, I feel the measure of a great city is not how well its best citizens are doing, but where the, the citizens that are struggling are at. You know, reaching down to help pull them up so that everyone together can be strong. And um, without community development, you don't have that. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing your story today and for giving us your perspective on everything. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, this has been the Coho Hopecast, and this is your host, Michaela. Y'all have a great day. It is our sincerest desire you were provoked to hope today. For more information, visit our website, coho58.org. If this content has been helpful, consider a donation at our website or text a donation securely to 501-261-6766. That is 501-261-6766. This has been the Coho Hopecast content provided by the City of Hope Outreach located in Conway, Arkansas. Repair, rebuild, restore. Good morning, Hopecast listeners. Today I have Anthony here, who is our Director of Communications here at COHO. He's going to be telling us about himself and his role as communications director. He's also going to be telling us the importance of having strong lines of communication at COHO. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Anthony, will you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to be a part of COHO? Sure. Um, I started COHO in June 2020. Um, I graduated from Hendrix a couple months before that, and I got connected through COHO through some of my friends who worked there. Uh, I started as communications director so that I could spread the message about Co and issues relating to homelessness and poverty. And I just want to help improve this community. Well, we're glad that you're a part of this team. Can you tell me more about your position as head and director of communications? Sure. Uh, so my main job as communications director is to communicate with all of our stakeholders, which includes community members, donors, staff, volunteers, and partners. And we do that through social media engagement, email outreach, and in any other unique ways we can connect with people. Awesome. So why do you believe it's important to have strong lines of communication in COHO? So communication helps people be aware of what we're doing. And when they're aware of what we're doing, they can you know, contribute and they can benefit from what we do. So communication is pretty much how we connect what we have available with uh, what we need and who we can help so it's pretty essential that we communicate with those people so that they can figure out how they can 
contribute and be part of Coho themselves. Absolutely. So what are some helpful tips that you can offer other nonprofits? Always always have somebody in charge of communication. So whether it's the executive director or admin director, there needs to be somebody whose focus is to worry about communications because it's not something that happens automatically. It's something that you have to focus on and be really committed to. Well, thank you. That answers all of my questions. I appreciate you being here with us today. No problem. Thank you. Good morning, Hopecast listeners. This is your host, Michaela Bailey, and today I'm here with Anthony. He is our head and director of communications. He's going to be telling us a little bit about himself and how he came to be a part of COHO. He's also going to be telling us the importance of having strong lines of communications. Anthony, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I graduated from Hendricks College in May 2020, and I joined COHO the next month. Uh, I had a major in politics, but I came to COHO because I have friends at Hendricks who told me about COHO and our mission, and I was really interested in getting involved. Awesome. Can you tell me a little bit about your position as head and director of communications? Sure. So my main job is to reach out to all of COHO's stakeholders. So that includes community members, donors, staff, volunteers and partners um my main job is to really figure out new and unique ways to reach out to all those stakeholder groups so whether it's email or you know social media posts i just need to figure out how to engage those various groups yeah absolutely why is it important to communicate with these certain people uh with co and all of our initiatives it's important that we not only broadcast what we have going on so that people can find resources and, and access those but so that we can let people know our needs and, you know, find people in Conway to come and contribute. Well, I think you've done a really great job. Thank you. Why is it important to have strong lines of communication at COHO? Like I said, um, if we're able to broadcast what we have going on, then people can uh, not only help, but they can come and benefit from us. So with a service organization like COHO, it's really, really important that people know where they can get help and where they can help um, because it's, it's really important for a lot of these communities that we serve. What are some helpful tips that you can offer to other nonprofits? Um, I would say always have somebody in charge of communications, whether it's a you know full-time position or part-time because it's, it's always something that needs to be focused on and uh, it, it requires a lot of work and it requires consistency and um, just a lot of outreach for a lot of different groups of people. Well, thank you, Anthony. You've answered all my questions. appreciate you being here with us and sharing your story and your position here. That will be all today for the Coho Hope Gas. Thank you. Y'all have a blessed day.